0: The following Women's Spaces show was recorded on Monday, August 30th, 2021.
1: The woman in your life will do what she must do to comfort you and calm you down and let you rest now. The woman in your life she can rest so easily. She does everything you do because
2: the woman in your life is you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Women's Spaces. My name is Elaine B. Holtz, and I'm your host. With me at the board is my friend, my partner, my engineer, and co producer, Ken Norton. Good morning, Ken.
0: Good morning.
2: Oh, my goodness, what a wonderful day it is here in Sonoma County. And I have a special guest with me this morning. Joining me on the phone from Independence, Virginia, will be Joyce Roos, also known as Earth Mama. Earth Mama programs that use earth wisdom, music, and laughter to spread the message that the earth is a mama for all of us. I love that. The earth is a mama for all of us. Her programs are enjoyed by audiences of all ages and interest, twining together spirituality, education, and entertainment in celebration with the earth. One of my favorite songs by Earth Mama, which I play often, Standing on the Shoulders, this reminds me always of the people, uh, the women particularly, who have laid the foundation for all of us. Well, also, this morning I have some special announcements, and I'm going to let Ken go ahead and talk about uh, some of the different ways that our listeners can listen to Women's Spaces.
0: Well, good, Elaine. I'll I'll do that. We now have podcasts available on iTunes and Spotify, as well as Amazon Music and Audible. We have links on our site so you can... Go to those podcasts. Otherwise, um, just look in the uh, – just do a search in any one of those uh, mediums, the iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music or Audible, and put in ri- Women's Spaces Radio Show. And that podcast will come up, and it will have a list of all the previous podcasts. We first started doing podcasts uh, in uh, December 2019. So from then, every show has been on <clears throat> on podcasts. It's also available on womenspaces.com, our website. And we have a, every time we do a show, we have a, a special web page just for that show. And <clears throat> if you go to womenspaces.com at the top, there'll be a menu bar and you click radio, you will see all the shows that we've have produced over the last nine ten years so back to you Elaine
2: Wow God we are becoming global huh Ken that's amazing and I want to do a shout out for Ken Norton I mean what a wonderful engineer he is setting up all these wonderful uh, different areas where uh, people can listen to the show and remember if you go to www.womenspaces.com all the information we just gave you will also be there Well, it's really exciting. As you know, on August 26th, it was Women's Equality Day, and we were also celebrating the 101 uh, 101 anniversary uh, since the uh, uh, 19th Amendment, which gave women uh, the right to vote. Uh, I'd like to do a shout-out to Paula Fraud, who – was one of the co at the uh, Petaluma Historical Museum. Uh, Ken and I got to go and see their display of women's suffrage, and it was amazing. But one of the things I was shocked to find out about is that uh, when they voted uh, to uh, have women vote in California, Petaluma said no, but Santa Rosa said yes. So it's, it's very interesting when you look at history uh, how far we have come. Pardon?
0: Paula Freund.
2: Oh, Rob, Paula Freund. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ken. Thank you so much for correcting me. Uh, The Sonoma County chapter of the National Organization for Women hosted a great Zoom to celebrate uh, some of the women The shakers and movers who were in our uh, centennial calendar was very very exciting and also the Sonoma County Board of Supervisors issued a gold resolution for the calendar as a historic uh, piece here in Sonoma County and I want to do a shout out to Supervisor Linda Hopkins who spearheaded the gold resolution and she just read it so beautifully on the Zoom and I will be playing that next week. I mean just absolutely beautiful I it, the, I couldn't believe it we had over 40 people on the on the zoom and each one had something so so beautiful to say and I really appreciated each and every one of you and also just to let folks know that I have uh, stepped down as president from the National Organization for women we have a new a new president and it just seems to be working out very well and if you want any more information about the National Organization for women Uh, Go to their website, which is www.nowsonoma.org. And also, we also have a Facebook page, and you can find us by writing in Sonoma County Now Chapter. So that's Sonoma County N-O-W Chapter, and N-O-W is all in capital letters. And you can find and you can listen to the Zoom. It is very inspiring and gives us a lot of information about some of our elected officials as well as just what people are doing in the community. And what's so inspiring to me is how many women are actually involved. And when we hear how many other people are involved, it kind of encourages us to get involved. It shows how important, how important it is. And as you know, September 14th, there's going to be, uh, people have to vote. This is a very important election. There's two recalls on there. And... uh personally, I, I do not believe those recalls are fair. It feels like uh, some sort of revenge going on. but the most important thing is as citizens we have to get out and vote. and I understand that the uh, ballots have been mailed and all you have to do is fill it out, either mail it in or take it to your uh, take it to the county uh, voters uh, of registrations office. But there's no excuse for not voting. There is no excuse. You have to vote. And this is a very, very important, important election. And we have to start thinking, why are these people being recalled? You know, what have they done? You know, and it seems to me, like I said, it sounds more like revenge recalls, and we really have to pay attention to that. People have to research and get educated. You know, we're all looking at what's going on in the world today and how slow things it is to change. And we have to recognize we vote people in. And oftentimes the only the only attention we pay is to the media, you know, with all these advertisers. And I always say, I always ask myself, why are these people uh, spending so much money to get me to vote? You know, I really have to look at who they are and what they are about. Because that's what's so important in a democracy is that we think about things, we research things. And when our vote is taken, we take it in an intelligent way. And our vote does count. You know, it's so interesting. Many people say, oh, my vote doesn't count. My vote doesn't count. Well, if your vote didn't count, why are these trying to set up so many different barriers so you can't vote or making it difficult to vote? You better believe your vote counts, you know, especially in in your cities and your, your counties, because sometimes someone can win by 10 votes. And just imagine if you weren't a person that voted, they might not have gotten that last 10th vote. So it's very, very important that you show up. And like I do every every Monday, we do a little bit on our history as our strength. Why do I do that? I think it's very important that we understand that we are standing on the shoulders of some pretty powerful women. And the first thing I'd like to say is that uh, happy birthday uh, to uh, Luisa Moreno. Uh, she was born August thirtieth, nineteen o seven, and she made her transition in nineteen ninety two. Uh, she was a labor leader and a Mexican American civil right activist. She immigrated from Guatemala, helped organize El, Cong- uh, El Congreso de Pueblo de Habla Española, Spanish Speaking Peoples Congress in 1938. Worked for the United Cannery, Agricultural, Packing, and Allied, Allied Workers of America. And their initials are great. U-C-A-P-A-W-A. So happy birthday to Louisa Marino. And, it's, you know, this is a woman, a strong woman that we're standing on the shoulders of. And, you know, back then, when she was in 1938, you know, women still did not have their place. And it was very, very difficult to stand up. But she stood up for her people and made quite a few inroads. Now, another important thing happened, and that, that to me is what I can't believe that so many years have passed. And this is an event that happened on August 28, 1963. More than 250,000 people gathered for a march on Washington, D.C., and listened to Martin Luther King Jr.'s famous I Have a Dream speech. Wow, it is amazing. It is amazing. That's all I can say. You know, it seems it seems like only yesterday that when I heard that speech, it really does. It seems like only yesterday. Well, today is the last Monday of the month, and we'll be doing the Women's Spaces Pledge. Uh, and I'm really excited today about doing the pledge you know after after I watched the zoom and was exposed to so many of these absolutely wonderful women I realized that the only way that they're getting or got to where they got to is because they had high self-esteem they believed in themselves as well as other people believe in them and it's very important that we work on our self-esteem because it's that is what Motivate us. That's what moves us. If you don't feel good about yourself, you tend to withdraw. You tend to say, Oh, I don't matter. I'm not important. But if you really get in touch with who you are as a human being, who you how you got here, the planet you live on—I mean, all the different things that are surrounding us—and you look at your own self-esteem, you would be surprised at how much better your life can become when you start recognizing that you're okay, and it doesn't depend on anything outside of you to determine whether you're okay. You yourself have to make that decision. And as I always like to tell the story about this pledge, the Women's Basis Pledge, is I—I I made it up for my grandson Ryan when he was about five or six years old when he was coming out of the nursery and he said to me grandma he was crying he says my teacher told me I was a bad boy well, it brought up all kinds of memories. Well, I remember when I was told that I was a bad girl. And, and usually I wasn't a bad girl. I was just curious. I just asked a lot of questions. And I found the same thing to be true for my grandson. So I looked at him. I says, Ryan, your self-esteem doesn't depend on that teacher. It depends on your relationship with yourself. And I got home that day. And I just wrote this affirmation down for him. And every time he got in the car, I would read it. And when he graduated you see, Santa, Cruz, It was just amazing. He was coming down this hill and he says, hey grandma and he repeats the pledge. I mean talk about a grandma's heart and mine lit up. That was mine at that moment in time to recognize that this little affirmation had made such a difference in his life and it's also made a difference in my life and I know it's made a difference in many, many other women lives. And a little side note here. Uh, I have a place where I make my business cards and I was... Really really curious you know because on my card is the pledge and I was really curious you know how many how many cards did I buy well to date and I'm running out of cards again I order 500 at a time to date I have passed out over 7,000 of those cards and they all cards have the uh, women's Spaces pledge on it so let's go ahead and we're going to say it and I'm going to ask Ken to join me you know so I don't we're here we are in the studio live and I really appreciate you joining me Ken so I will say it first and then I will say it and then you just repeat after me here we go my self-esteem
0: my self-esteem does not depend does not depend on
2: anything on anything outside of me outside of me. My self-esteem my self-esteem depends depends on my relationship on my relationship with myself with myself and my higher power and my higher power. Wow! Doesn't that feel powerful, Ken? My self-esteem okay. does not depend on anything outside of me. You know, when I was watching all those women at the Zoom, I knew that they had, they had to have that attitude, particularly when you're on the board of supervisors. Because so much criticism comes, you know, as well as love and admiration, but so much criticism comes towards you. So it's very important that your self-esteem is intact. So I'm going to say it one more time completely and just sit back and relax. If you're in your car, just listen. If you're at home, find yourself a comfortable chair and just sit back, maybe close your eyes and just listen to the words. My self-esteem does not depend on anything outside of me. My self-esteem depends on my relationship with myself and my higher power. Now, higher power, that's a tricky one. You know, we all have different belief systems. Some of us believe in God. Some of us believe in Jesus. Some of us believe in the wall. I mean, you know, I believe in a higher power. I believe in a creator. I believe that there's, there's magic. We, we live on a planet in the middle of the universe. To me, it's a very mystical, magical experience, particularly when I look up at the full moon and think, my goodness, if I was standing on that moon, I would, the earth would look kind of small to me, just like the moon does. So I'm going to say it one more time. Think about what this means. My self-esteem does not depend on anything outside of me. That means other people's judgments. Of course, you can learn if someone has a negative to say. If someone says something negative to me, I always try to take it in and say, wait a minute, is that true? You know, how can I improve myself? But it doesn't, it doesn't devastate me. That's what my self-esteem does not depend on anything outside of me. That there's not forces that are determining who you are. And then my self-esteem depends on my relationship with myself and my higher power. You know, we are magical human beings. I mean, just look at us, all of us walking around. now all of us have masks. you know I, I know when I go to Costco sometimes and I watch all these people shopping, none of us look alike, but we all have two arms, two legs, eyeballs, nose, mouth, even even our animals have the same uh, two eyes, nose, and mouth, and on and on, you know So that's the higher power. That's the magic of it all. So my self-esteem depends on my relationship with myself and my higher power. And I think sometimes when we get into that higher power thing, we have much more appreciation of the earth, of the sky. You know, I've been listening on YouTube to many, many predictions from the Native Americans uh, with what's happening. I mean, we're, we're burning up all around us here in California. You know, people are having floods. You know, tornadoes, hurricanes again. You know, Haiti is on, on call for a hurricane. You know, that's the mystery of the earth. And I feel our mother earth is angry. And she's trying to tell us, take care of me. You know, you're supposed to be stewards of the earth, not destruction of the earth. And that's that higher power. You know, that that's what the earth is. You know, we're walking around in this mystical planet. It's just amazing. So I'm going to say it one more time just for good luck because I like to hear it and guess what I need it myself. I read it at least five times before I come on the air because I know there are people out there that agree with me. I know there are people out there that disagree with me. I know there are people out there that don't even care. you know. But I, I can't pay attention to any of it. I have to pay attention to how I feel about myself. So I'm going to say it one more time. My self-esteem does not depend on anything outside of me. My self-esteem depends on my relationship with myself and my higher power and for those of you who make donations or decide to become sponsors of your our public radio here just send it in and say i want one of those cards with the self-esteem on it and i'll be happy to send it to you Anyway, we are going to take a musical break, and uh, I am so thrilled about this interview. I mean, I've had this, I think this is the third time I've had Joyce on, and she's just got a, she just released a brand new album that we're going to be talking about. And I'm going to be playing her signature song, which, by the way, for the Centennial, was chosen as one of the three songs that represented women during this time. And I'm going to play that song, Standing on the Shoulders, sung, of course, by our guest, Joyce Bruce, also known as Earth Mama. This is actually one of my favorite women. And also to let us know that, you know, we are not alone. We are standing on the shoulders of some of the most powerful women. And, you know, that gives me strength and that gives me hope, knowing that those before me laid the future, laid it out for me, so I could be on this radio. I mean, look around, ladies. We have come a long way. You know, we still don't have an equal rights amendment. I mean, that's pretty close right now, but we've come a long way. Look at the news filled with women. You know, even churches now have women ministers. You know, we have a woman vice president. We have come a long way, but it has not been easy, and it does not continue to be easy. It's a hard road. You know, right now we have a recall going on in our own county, and people are saying this is a woman's issue, that some people don't like the fact that there's a woman in charge. So it's very important that we look at those things. And standing on the shoulders, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of very strong mothers, of strong aunts of great examples, you know, I think of Shirley Chisholm, you know, running for president and ac- an African-American woman, you know, what was that like for her? I think of Barbara Lee standing up in, in 2001, I believe it was, the lone vote not to go into war, and guess what? Barbara Lee was 1000% right, but nobody listened, and we have to start listening. So let's listen to this song, and when I come back, We will be talking with Joyce Ruth, also known as Earth Mama.
1: I am standing on the shoulders of the ones who came before me. I am stronger for their courage, I am wiser for their words. I am lifted by their longing For a fair and brighter future I am grateful for their vision For their toiling on this earth We are standing on the shoulders Of the ones who came before us They are saints and they are humans. They are angels. They are friends. We can see beyond the struggles and the troubles and the challenge when we know that by our
2: To follow me. Think about that one. You know, the Native Americans say we have to think in terms of seven generations. I mean, I think to myself, I'm going to be a great, great, great grandmother for the second time. So I've got two little girls that are following me and I hope that my shoulders are strong enough to lead them into a better and more productive way of life. Well for you just joining, I want to remind my listeners the opinions expressed here are not necessarily the opinions of the station, its board of directors, its members, and women's spaces. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Women's Spaces and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holst. And without further ado, I want to ink to guess my my guest joining me on the phone, Joyce Rouse, also known as Earth Mamo. Welcome, Joyce. Welcome to Women's Spaces once again.
3: Hi, Elaine. It's so good to hear your voice and to be back with you. What is this for uh, the third or the fourth time on your wonderful show that I love so much?
2: Well, this is this is actually our third interview, and you know something that's so interesting? When I listen to that song, I cannot hear it enough. In fact, I interviewed uh, the founder, one of the founders of the National Women's History Alliance here in Sonoma County, and I played, I played that song before she got on, and she says, I can't hear it enough. So, i just want to thank you for writing it so before Uh, we before we begin do you mind if i tell my the folks just a little bit about you no please go ahead and thank you so much for this wonderful bio i will keep it so whenever you're on i can use it i just love it joyce rouse is a composer educator and recording artist based in virginia She has toured North America, delighting audience for decades as a musical performer, Earth Mama, singing for climate action and sustainable living. She has been featured on numerous radio and TV shows, music festivals, and various clubs and concert halls. With over 150, oh my goodness, recording credits of her songs, her lyrics, and her work have been featured in books, articles, and textbooks worldwide. As Earth Mama... She has 14 albums to her credit, including the recent Her Story album and just released Loving Kindness CD. For a world much in need of loving kindness, these interfaith songs of contemplation and celebration for a traumatized world, much in need of loving kindness. Joyce holds a Bachelor of Science in Family and Consumer Service. She has a Master of Arts degree in Earth Literacy, and her email Excuse me, her website is www.earthmama.org. Is there anything you'd like to add, Joyce?
3: Oh, just I feel so grateful and and lucky and blessed to still be making music. Um, I first recorded Standing on the Shoulders in 1995, began my um, recording career in Nashville, the 20 years I lived there, and wrote and worked in the music industry, and um, it's, this started out as just a little earth mama, environmental education, uh, work begun with my son's, School while I was working um, on Music Row in Nashville, but really has blossomed beyond the earth to all kinds of um, social issues, environmental issues, understanding of the Fourteen billion year history of the universe and the part that we are playing in it, even now. And the the music just keeps evolving, as you can tell by the latest CD. It is very cosmic, interfaith, and embracing of all the work that we need to do to maintain life on the planet.
2: Well, you know that's 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 beautifully you put it so beautifully. You know, I was talking at the beginning of the show about the mystery. Of just living on a planet in the middle of the universe, and then, you know, like you say, fourteen billion years. I mean, my God, you know, we're just part of this cosmic experience. So, so talk a little bit about you know, how did you come up with Earth Mama? I mean, I think that's pretty pretty out there to call yourself that. So, how did you come up with that name? Um, I don't think I ever would have
3: chosen that name for myself because it is so global and. Um, signifies a number of different things to different people. It actually emanated from uh, someone at a faith community I was involved in that time making fun of me at a, at a church meeting because I didn't understand why we were using all these disposable and styrofoam plates. <laughs> And um, he made a comment about, oh, you're just such an earth mama. And I actually went home and started the song that night and was saying to myself, no, the greatest mom of all is our great earth mama. And this is where we need to be paying attention in everything we do. I wrote that song, recorded it, started doing it for festivals and school shows, and along with all my songs on recycling and composting and only take what you need. And um, I was, you know, performing as Joyce Rouse all over uh, the Midwest. And in the first year, uh, kids I would run into after the program could never remember my name. But they always remembered the first song that we sang, which was, Who's the greatest Mama of all? A bump 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 earth mama (laughs) so at that point I was advised because uh, that was what they remembered me as I got goodness good uh, business advice to trademark the name for music education and entertainment and um, that was kind of the beginning and by the way that song has been recorded a couple of times and it was updated after that first recording with a really nice western swing version which is on the Um, Under the Rainbow album well
2: what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to play that for you know for Earth Day (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's really great. Well, look at, you know, the another. there's another component that I'm really interested in. Because when I went on your ups- website this time to pick up on some information and look at your song, all of a sudden I saw this saying, helping heal the planet one song at a time. You know, now what with all the climate crisis we are experiencing today, how do you see music playing a part? of this challenged planet, you know, our Mother Earth, and what did you mean by helping heal the planet one song at a time?
3: Um, actually, I started, came up with that phrase and started using it in the uh, in the mid-90s, and I really put it to use when I did the Magnificent Healing album, which was all much more contemplative, a lot of instrumental music, um, which was for... Um, People who were in crisis and recovering from physical and all kinds of problems and it was just very soothing. And the the point was that we are all in need of healing, um, healing of our old wounds, healing our of whatever physical things we have been through. Our communities need healing. Our neighborhoods need he, healing. And clearly, the earth needs healing with all of the trauma that humans have inflicted on it in you know the past several generations. So it just seem to fit the broader picture of not just Earth Mama, but also encompassing people and biomes and ecosystems and social structure and um, all of the other, there's healing that needs to be done over ancient um, tribal and racial injuries and all kinds of things that begins with what do we need to do to heal this? We cannot just ignore this and move on. When we speak it, when we, when we give it love and energy and forgiveness, that's the beginning of the healing process. And all of those things, it's the same way with healing our waterways and our wetlands. And goodness knows uh, the earth is speaking to us so clearly right now about the wounds that and the changes that humans have made that um, it's never too late to begin healing, I believe, Elaine.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, Earth Mama, the Earth is our mother you know, the sky is our brother, you know, all the different ideas that we have about the universe, and all of a sudden I was thinking about our own mothers, you know, when they got when they got upset with us, so they give us that look, you know, I feel like these, I, I feel that that's what's happening with these yeah. floods and these and these hurricanes, and oh my God, I mean, there's so, I mean, I can't believe that, that it flooded like it flooded in China of all, Tennessee, I mean, and so if people don't start paying attention, I mean, you know, the human they're not as important as the Earth. I mean, we can the humans can be replaced. The Earth cannot. So
3: you know, exactly. It's, it's very... I'm so glad you mentioned that because that was actually the name of another album. Pay attention, and I think you may have played that uh, that song on the air. It's real up tempo and people can dance to it. But um, that one emanated from my imaginary conversation with Chief Seattle. Rachel Carson and St. Francis of Assisi and in my mind I asked them what would you tell human beings on this planet if you could say something today and they all said pay attention pay attention to the earth you know we humans think that we are so smart but the earth is so so much wiser. It is the combined wisdom of all the cultures and all the languages and all the tribes and all of the ancient mythology of of every civilization that's ever lived on the planet.
2: Well, you know, that's a very interesting point when you start thinking about it. You know, when you start thinking about the Earth itself. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. It really is. Well, you know, I know that we've been in the middle of a pandemic, and I know that one of your challenges has been you've, you've been booked for shows, and all of a sudden it can't happen because of the pandemic, but still at the same time, you cut a new album, uh, Loving Kindness. And I'm going to play a song, but before I play it, uh, I'm going to play a song called The Great Vision that is a part of that album that was uh, inspired by Be Thou My Vision, an ancient Irish poem, 8th century uh, traditional irish melody but there's one there's one there's one uh phrase in here that i just when i when i read the lyrics i just said this is just beautiful and this is the uh, let me read it and if you could respond to it then we're going to play the song and then we'll come back if that's okay with you and continue our conversation visions of loving the beat of my heart a pulse I can trace to the far distant stars. It's energy, spirit shape, changing the way to feel and see life each moment, each day. That is so beautiful to me. Is
3: is that not a perfect description of what personal growth is? Yes, yes and i i just need to mention Elaine that i did not write this lyric i was um i was contacted by a retired um author in Scotland and one of the outer Hebrides Islands in Scotland who had started an eco-justice kind of service or ministry or, or social group there and as it turns out she has written dozens and dozens of lyrics that are rewrites of these wonderful ancient melodies and she graciously asked me if I would record a couple of them and I am so pleased to be part of this project and have donated all of my efforts. To what she's doing, extraordinary programs she and her husband are doing, um, including an eco Santa that goes around and picks up trash and wrapping the day after Christmas in Scotland. And some of these carols, by the way, play behind Santa Claus in the Scottish
2: malls. Oh my goodness! Well, let's let's take a musical break here, Ken, and let let's play the Great Vision. And I want to explain something to my listeners. You know, I play full songs, and the reason I play. The full song is because each song has a very powerful message. So let's go ahead and listen to The Great Vision, and this is part of a new album uh, released by uh, Earth Mama called Loving Kindness. And when we come back, we will continue our conversation. So let's go ahead.
1: Crazy. hope lives on that one day all species will live life as one take no other model than earth and her sun our planets old patterns of how to be My mind is...
2: Goodness, that song is absolutely beautiful. I just love it. You know, it, it's so interesting, you know, that given life, that we have the gift of life is just amazing. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Women's Spaces, and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holtz. And joining me on the phone from Independence, Virginia, is Joyce Rouse, known as Earth Mama. Well, welcome back, Joyce. Welcome back to Women's Spaces.
3: Oh, thanks. Elaine, can I give a shout-out? That wonderful piano and hammer dulcimer was played by the extraordinary Catherine Styron. Oh, nice. Um yes. Catherine Styron Marks, who is just an, an amazing... Uh, she's played all over the planet for some really great artists and... Um, People who are very well known, and I'm just amazed and very grateful that I can use her for recordings on occasion.
2: Well, she did a beautiful job. You know, yes. you know, all your songs to me have a specific idea. I mean, it, it with the hopes of understanding who we are as women and as human beings, and also that we do live on this planet earth you know what what can we learn like for example what in playing something like the great vision or even standing on the shoulders which which by the way in fact i'm going to just switch a little bit uh, real quickly because i think it's important for our listeners to understand and know the honors that standing on the shoulders has had i mean during the centennial i believe it was one of the three songs that was chosen as songs for that year uh
3: well yes in the 75th and of course for the centennial, we were all so disappointed by all of the many postponements and cancellations. But it was still used at dedications of a number of different women's monuments in in various states. And it was funny because I was looking checking this week, and I noted that. Um, um, you know, most people are looking to YouTube to listen to music these days, and Standing on the Shoulders has been viewed um, in my in the various videos we have up there on my on my station, a hundred and sixteen thousand times. Oh my
2: goodness, that's amazing! And
3: I, I'm just it just astounds me, and I'm so grateful that we had uh, the benefit of the internet through COVID. How on earth would if we have survived otherwise, but we are still rescheduling and having those wonderful celebrations for the centennial that were that had to be postponed and canceled. So um, if you're still thinking about having one, it's not too late. You can celebrate 101 years or 102 years And we all need to sign that petition to get Women's Equality Day named as a national day of celebration.
2: Oh, absolutely. So so thank you for sharing that, because I think it's very important to understand that. And also, the idea of standing on the shoulders. We just gave a Zoom for the National Organization for Women, the Sonoma County chapter. Oh, yes. When we did this calendar and we had all the women that were alive come on to the Zoom and talk and just express ah. with me and the thing that blew me away is the recognition of how much women have done and how much they continue to do and yet at the same time we don't have that equality uh, legislation it's 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 amazing so talk again about you know what do you hope you know especially like the great vision here uh and also standing on your shoulders what do you hope people get out of it and why is that important to you or why is that important in general oh that's
1: such
3: a great question You know, I think one of the things, hopefully, that's coming out of this song, this wonderful lyric that Ann Palmer wrote, and all of my music, is a phrase that I've never written into a song, but I am now hearing it everywhere, from places and um, homes I never would have guessed it, and that is the rising of the divine feminine. And that's part of our move toward equal, equality and health of the planet. We must get back in balance with away from a patriarchal, powerful society to, uh, to the kind of, you know, healthy relationships that many of us have with our partners. And uh, balance the yin and yang, um, all of those things that we are striving forward, and I and I think we're seeing it in in every one of the faith communities, and in in so many things, uprisings of progressive causes, and just human causes. And so I want to plant that seed of that of that. Uh, phrase in your listeners' mind: the rising of the divine feminine.
2: Well, you know, people, it's very, very interesting that we—I actually, the first—I think it was the first show of, la- of the year. No, it was—it was actually the first show of this month uh, to open up um, a women's. Uh, you know equality day to the yeah. whole month i've been celebrating it and i All had nice. i had a woman on talking about divine feminism and also bringing it down to the point you know not only divine uh, feminism but the fact that within our bodies that we bring forward life whether you have a child or not it's still there you still it's still a possibility for most women and so we really have to look at that that we we are in charge of life on so many levels. You know, you bring a child into the world. It's not just your child. It's every child. Every child is your child. So it's it's an interesting uh, way to to look at that. Well, you know, when you talk about the divine feminine, you know, it sometimes people have a hard time relating to that. What what do you mean by that? Hello. Uh,
3: that's that's I'm, I'm thinking here. I don't think it's terribly different than the cosmic christ or the universal christ i think it is a higher in the same way that we can't truly name god there is not a word big enough or enough words to express the holiness of the divine and i think that this is just one more facet of the divine um and that is part of finding a, a balance a health, a safe and healthy and healing balance in everything that we do taking enough but not too much from our wells and our
2: rivers that's an interesting concept, taking too much. I often wonder why people need so much sometimes, you know, why they, why they need so, so many things. Well, you know, we're coming, we're coming to, uh, we're coming to very quickly to the end of the segment. And there was another song that I wanted to play, and that's Her Story. And I was wondering if that would be okay with you, and then we'll just come back, and I'm just going to play a little bit about, a little bit just a little bit of the song, and then when we come back, we can have our goodbyes. Is that okay with you, Joyce? Sure,
3: John? that would be great, because we—that uh, that is part of the, of the rise of the divine feminine also, and that is remembering, honoring, naming, and and celebrating her story.
2: Okay, let's go. Let's as
3: well go. as history, so that we get the whole story.
2: So let's go ahead, Ken, and listen to a little bit of that song, and then we'll come back and we will continue our conversation with Earth Mama.
1: We can't stop now. We've come so far. Can't be content where we are. Oh, we see the statues and the monuments of the history written by man's achievements. Well, what
2: story the of women's glory that's just amazing well welcome back you're listening to women's spaces i'm your host elaine Holtz, and on the line with me from independence virginia is uh, joyce rouse who is known as earth mama welcome back joyce oh. Listeners got up and danced around the
3: room
2: that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just great. Well, we're coming very quickly to the end of our segment. So is there anything special that you would like to talk about or relay? Let us know your website. Let us know okay. anything that you're doing and any last words that you have, Joyce.
3: Okay, just look for Earth Mama Music um, uh, wherever you listen or purchase music, and I think the most important thing I'd like to say is thank you so much to you and listeners out there who are still purchasing downloads from iTunes or Amazon or CDs and, and holding them and reading the liner notes. I know my husband pointed out uh, yesterday, he said, I bet those all of those 116,000 people who've watched your videos have no idea that musicians do not get paid one cent for their views on YouTube of their music videos. Um, so you can help them by, if you're watching the YouTube channel, please subscribe to your musician friends. That helps them, and eventually we may be able to get paid micro pennies again. But for now, they have uh, set it so we get nothing. So thank you so much to all of you who are. purchasing music and supporting your local musicians the people whose work you believe in please throw a tip throw a little money in their tip jar this has been really hard times during the pandemic for so many music makers who have not been able to get out and gig and I've been very fortunate this whole recording was actually in the can before the pandemic began Um, otherwise it would not yet be released it's it's a long um, long and expensive process to release a CD. So I am just grateful. Thank you all of you for listening, um, both to Elaine's wonderful show and to my music.
2: Oh well, you know I couldn't have said it any better. And it's really interesting. The same thing happened with the ca- our calendar. We we uh, launched it, and by the end of February we had sold almost all of them. And then all of a sudden the pandemic, and we thought, oh my God, that is really wonderful. Well, give Give us your website real quickly, Joyce, and that'll come to the yes, end of our is, wonderful interview. Thank you. It's Earth mama E A R T H
3: M-A-M-A dot org for organic, of course. And you can ask Siri or Alexa or any of those people to just play Earth Mama music and they'll find some for you.
2: Well, Joyce Roos, Earth Mama, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on Women's Spaces, and I want to wish you much, much continued success.
3: Oh, thank you so much, Elaine. It's always my pleasure. God
2: bless you. Oh, thank you so much, Joyce. Thank you so much. Well, that's it. That's it for our show. A special thank you to Joyce Rouse, also known Rouse. as pardon? Rouse Rice, <laughs> Joyce Rouse, also known as Earth Mama, whose songs and programs that use Earth wisdom, music, and laughter to spread the message that the Earth is a mama to all of us. Reminder Tell your friends, Women's Spaces will be aired again at 11 p.m. on Monday evenings. I'm so excited. I get to listen to my own program. I'm also available for speaking engagements. And if you have any announcements you'd like to have on the air, like uh, wedding anniversaries, birthdays, graduations, anything, please email me at elaine at womenspaces.com. And please, please, please remember, our children are our future, and we must never lose sight of that this is Elaine b holtz you've been listening to women's spaces thank you so much for listening and i look forward to being with you the next time
1: woman in your life is you
0: the previous women's spaces show was recorded on monday august 30th 2021.